Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, HP's bad boy. Here with me, all the beautiful boys, Brandon. Hi, Ben. Hey, and William. Hey, I'm the ass man. The you, the ass man <laughs> of, the ass of man. HP. That's right, right at the top. <laughs> That's a, everyone needs to know right away. <laughs> yeah, the bad boy and the ass man. Bad wow. boy, the ass man. Sounds like a really fucked up thing of superheroes. <laughs> wow, I mean, <laughs> bad boy and ass man. <laughs> so how's everybody doing? All things considered. Wow, I've been worse. Been worse. I just okay. want to say. Drinking this Mountain Dew, it's taking me back. I haven't drank full sugar Mountain Dew in a while. Wow. I'm going to start shaking pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to start vibrating in this chair. <laughs> vibrating. I used to, I think all of us in our teenage years adored Mountain Dew. Tenth grade. And it was it was the best. Now I drink a Mountain Dew. Can't and do it. It's, it's just not the same. Yeah, I almost never do it. And it's in a can, so I feel like that's even more nostalgic. Oh, me. yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's just, just taking me back. To like just eating hot dogs when I was a little kid and drinking Mountain Dew. Now, of course, there's been many videos coming out of people being assholes in grocery stores mm-hmm. because of everything. I saw a video where this couple was like cussing out a lady at the, at the register because they were trying to buy like four uh, Sam's Club bulk boxes of Mountain Dew, like yeah. 500 cans. Yeah. And they were mad because they were being told that they could only buy one or two or something. Right. Just like, damn, you don't need that much Mountain Dew. Of all the things you could stock well, up on, I feel like that's not one well, of them. Those are the people, though, that that's their normal shopping. That's like, they're true. not stocking up. Like, that's just what they get. <laughs> yeah, it's Dew. like, well, right. this will last the week. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Got my 500 cans for the week <laughs> and the diabetes. <laughs> I just don't even, I can't even imagine drinking that much Mountain Dew. No, regularly. no. You know what? If they put a Baja Blast in cans, Ooh. it might be a different story. Although it's way better on Fountain. Than, I've had it once in a bottle and I was like, never again. Not the same. Yeah, no. and I will say Baja Blast Zero, not good. Not good? Let's, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. There's Mountain Dew Zero now. Yeah. That's like new. Yeah, but there is Baja Blast Zero. I, you might only be able to get it at Taco Bell. Oh. Hmm. But I've had it. It's not that great. I want it to be better. Yeah, the it, diet it Mountain Dew's always been be shit. better. Yeah, but have you had the the Game Fuel Mountain Dew? Yeah, not, I, in, not in ten years. I, I used to love that shit. Yeah, I never really branched out. The mm-hmm. problem with the Game Fuel though is I feel like every year they change the flavor of the Game Fuel. So uh, like, I would like a Game Fuel and be excited for it next time, and then like it would be green one year and orange the next year. Right. They did have the the varieties. <sighs> yeah. I 
I remember Code Red was pretty good. It was similar to like a Cherokee Red or something. The thing about Code Red, mm-hmm. I, that's one I would drink every once in a while growing up. Yeah. Last time I had one, I couldn't drink it. It was so sweet. It was yeah. like the sweetest drink I've ever had in my life. Can't do it. That's what uh, Jesse Eisenberg was drinking in Zombieland. Oh, mm, right. Yeah. Code Red. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Did you see Double Tap? Yeah, it's great. I did. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, if Zombieland. you love Zombieland, yeah, mm. it's a great sequel. Mm. It reminds me of uh, Train Spotting 2. Like, if you just come in and watch Double Tap or Train Spotting 2, you're going to be like, that's fine. But if you like the characters, you like what was happening, you want more of it, it's great. Mm. I'm interested. We'll I'm talk about interested. this on HP After Dark, because right. why not? I think we will, at least. Um, but I've been on a Woody Harrelson kick lately. Mm, it's okay. a good kick. Yeah. So I also think it's funny. I have the Zombieland double tap game on my iPhone. Yeah. And the recent update now, the icon is a roll of toilet paper. Oh, so it's real uh, nice. You know, topical. Contemporary. Topical, yeah. <laughs> right. This is the HP podcast, your weekly gaming podcast. Your Mountain Phantom. Dew podcast. Mountain Dew podcast. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Balls Gorana. Balls Gorana. Right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. You can get the show early on Patreon, patreon.com slash handsome phantom. You can get the show early. You get access to HP After Dark, which is going to be a new episode. By the time you're listening to this, there's going to be a new. I think we're, we're just going to post that tomorrow, right? Uh, I don't know. I can't I, wait to hear what we said. It's going to yeah. be up soon. <laughs> so This week it'll be up. Yeah, it'll be up very soon. So you're going to want to get in for that. And uh, yeah, and you get you can even get a little producer credit at the end of the show. You may be hearing those. So hop on in. As always, this show is sponsored by Balls Garana, mm. which is a vastly superior drink to Mountain Dew in pretty much every way. Yep. Yes. So even check the it name. out. Even yep. the name. Yeah. And that's not even, you know, sincerely. It's just, it's delicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And the name, Balls. Balls. Come How can on. you get better than Balls? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> so here's how we're going to do this show today. There's very light on news. Oh, why? Right I, now. I have no idea why that would no, be. No clue. So I'm going to go over, I have two things that are updates from last week. And then the rest of this show is going to be a little different. We're going to just talk about the flood of games we've been playing because they're so many mm-hmm. great ones so i think it'll be cool and some games we'll t- be talking about aren't even out yet so you can get a little impression scoop from us so let's go over these newest items real quick first one last week we talked about sony buying konami ip i think we all collectively said that that was bullshit and i can confirm today that konami agrees that that is bullshit official statement from konami said We're aware of all the rumors and reports, but can confirm that they are not true. I know it's not the answer your fans may want to hear. I think this is with that um, inside horror. Was that the site or something? This is their the statement they gave them. Uh, It's not to say we are completely closing the door on the franchise, just not in the way it's being reported. Right. That website that initially reported it was it Jack of All Controllers. Yes. Um, They gone. They're gone. Yeah, they the website is shut, shut down. down because of yeah. that rumor or what? I think it was because of the fallout from that. Yeah. Oh, but the reason I'm into I, we're going to probably talk about it when we talk about what we've been playing. But uh, Twin Breaker. Right. Uh, Colin Moriarty's game with Illumo Games. Um, they had gotten a code for that to mm. review. They'd requested one and were granted one before they started the, the mess. 
And then, so I was like following them just because I was trying, you know, I wanted to keep tabs on people for reviews and monitoring that. And then one day I was like, well, uh, cross this one off the list. This code is a waste. So Mm. not that it was that big of a deal. It was just that I was aware of it because of that, for no other reason. So they, they literally posted a tweet and were like, as of today, we're done. And that was like a couple days after they announced some changes. And then like within a couple hours, they totally deleted their account and the website and everything. Hate to see it. So I wonder if they started the rumor. Hmm. Yeah, it was interesting because that Rely on Horror site, like, co-confirmed it. Like, there were two independent sites that had said something like that. So I don't know. They got to keep it for that Silent Hill pajinko machine. Right. Whatever the crap. That's the thing. What do you guys think (laughs) about Konami right now? Obviously, they're saying... I think this is the most PR answer to say it's like, well, we're not saying we're not going to release a game, but we're not right now. Right. So is Konami, you think that there may be, are they working on something? Is it possible? Is there any hope? It's possible. It's unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah. I think, you know, I generally like Konami, but I think the problem with Konami is they don't know what people want Mm. and they're just tone deaf. I was going to say, if they don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they like, they clearly should know, but they don't, you know, they don't have the wherewithal to do anything about it, I guess. Right. They have two huge franchises that everybody wants, plus PT, just sitting out there. They got three huge franchises. I think the third one? Silent Hills. Silent Hills. Metal Gear. Right. And um, Castlevania. Oh, yeah. Castlevania. I mean, Odin the trio. all that shit's yeah, right. great, but even more so, the fact that they are big would mean that you would really, as... A company to protect your investors you'd want to get good people behind it right you know what i mean so like even though yeah they know exactly what could do this i mean who knows maybe it's they just haven't found the right people man phil was joking about the pachinko machines but honestly if you know they got to answer their stockholders and they probably make way more money i was gonna say they probably make less money from video games than they do their other endeavors. Right. Not that that means you don't want to make more money than more or yeah, more oh, money than a lot, but all those series got better and better and better and better. It did. Even Castlevania, who I know a lot of people think peaked a while ago, like those the, the Game Boy Advance games or the uh the DS games that came out oh, were yeah. incredible. The 360 games were even decent. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I think it would be wise of them, especially if they're not really interested in video games at all, to just license this shit out. Yeah. yeah. Have someone else do it. They don't have to do anything. Right. Just collect the paycheck. Well, if if you're willing to to let go of your baby, essentially, licensing is one of the most profitable things if you have a, a you know, a, a big brand. Right. Because you don't have to invest anything into it other than maybe somebody to sign off on approving things. And you literally just if you set up the deal right, you can make money from letting someone else do all the work for you. Right. Yeah, Blue Point. Right. Just let Blue Point remake some of the old games and Get right. a little bit of money in the bank, and then you can make something new. Yeah, it uh, Blue Point especially because they they made those uh, remasters mm-hmm. of Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and you got to wonder, you know, how how tightly Blue Point is in with Sony, mm-hmm. and the you know the, the all the speculation that Sony might buy them. Of course, that's unfounded that I know of, but. You got to wonder if maybe they are working with them on something, and that's how the rumors started. They still haven't announced that new mystery game that they've no, but they right. been working on for the uh, the Dank Souls or uh, not Dark. Uh, what's up for it? Demon Souls? Demon, Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah, the Demon Souls. Yeah. So 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think that there I'm, if I had to guess, there's usually like a, a hint of something true in a lot of these rumors. I'm willing to bet that a, some kind of game like this is in production. Right. Somehow. The scale. Somewhere. Yeah. Who's doing it? Who knows? Right. OK, here's the, the second update from last week. Last week, we had our huge technical blowout about PS5, Xbox, Series X. We almost put ourselves to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) But there was a big thing about backwards compatibility, and Sony is completely fucking the messaging on this. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people already know this, but I want to bring it up for discussion. So we mentioned last week that they had mentioned in Cerny's thing that he's like, out of the 100 most played games, we have most of them working on backwards compatibility. Obviously, this was a huge red flag because it was like oh so you only have a few of the top 100 or you know with you have less than 100 games working on backwards compatibility mm-hmm. not good for a console that has over 4,000 titles so this is an update they put out on the playstation blog a quick update on backwards compatibility with all the amazing games in ps4's catalog we devote significant efforts to enable our fans to play their favorites on ps5 We believe that the overwhelming majority of the 4,000 plus PS4 titles will be playable on PS5. We're expecting backwards compatibility titles to run at a boosted frequency. So so on PS5, they can benefit from higher or more stable frame rates, potentially higher resolutions. We're currently evaluating games on a title by title basis to spot any issues that need adjustment from the original software developers. In his presentation, Mark Cerny provided a snapshot into the top 100 most played PS4 titles demonstrating how well our backwards compatibility efforts are going. We have already tested hundreds of titles and are preparing to test thousands more as we move towards launch. We will provide updates on backwards compatibility along with much more PS5 news in the months ahead. Stay tuned. This might be a little more in the weeds than we all have the technical knowledge for, but I just want to bring it up. Because of the way that the the hardware is going to work, specifically the SSD, if you've got games that were made for the P- I'm just now that we know more about the SSD, I'm curious about this. The way that the PS4 games are made, we know that the files are all over the drive, and that's why some of the loading takes a while. That's why rendering takes a little while. So if they're going to be on the PS5, aren't they going to have to do some kind of some kind of uh, patch or something that would enable those files to be read differently? Because otherwise, you're just gonna if you install many backwards games, you're just gonna completely wreck the way your hard drive works. Again, I don't have the technical knowledge to confirm or deny that, but it just seems to me like um, if the whole idea behind the SSD is that the games can be accessed without a lot of movement, mm-hmm. these games that were set up to be accessed with movement are gonna be messy. Yeah, you might be onto something with that. I know as a comparison. Remember when it was a new feature on 360 to install games? Yeah. Uh, they specifically with games, I think it was like Halo Reach. They're like, hey, don't install this. Right. We have this designed to be read off the disc. And when you put it on the hard drive, it makes it slower. It used to be a feature. Now it's a requirement. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know if um, something like that could be a possibility. But maybe with just because of the, the raw speed. Maybe. It won't be an issue. So what do you guys think about Sony's blunder here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is that the reason you're buying a new system, though? Yeah, <laughs> to play your old games. Yeah, I think people want security about 
uh, the protection of their investment. Well, the protection yeah. of my investment is I have two PlayStation Fours. Like, <laughs> do they just yeah. suddenly forget? Okay, they money have, bags. They have, well, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. who doesn't? I mean, most people have bought a PS4 and then they got the Pro when it came. Like, okay, maybe not most people, but you know what I mean. A like, lot of them. Everyone should still have a PlayStation Four when this is all said and done. So maybe, but I think that the idea is that we know that a lot of people don't upgrade day one. Like we're right. like probably all four of us in this room are going to. Yeah. Um, they also know that there are people who are going to buy the buy the PS4 after the PS5 comes out, which is why other consoles have had a life after the fa- after a new console was released, specifically the PS2. So I think there is the reality that people are going to continue buying PS4s for a while, hopefully, you know, especially for their bottom line. Let's say they go another year of them being still purchased after release of them still being purchased. Those people, they eventually want to upgrade to PS5 and they're going to have purchased very new games such as Cyberpunk, Ghost of Tsushima, etc. And I don't know, I mean, I don't know that any of, the, of us in this room would be like this, but for the average person, I think if you know that your investment's safe, specifically, let's just say Cyberpunk, if your investment's safe, if you buy it on PS4, then you're going to buy it on, you're going to buy a PS5 with very little problem because that's still a recent enough game that some people might want to go back to it. Yeah, maybe. Right. Even like God like, of War, I don't think I want to go back to it this year, but it's a game I will go back to. Do I want to drag out my PS4? Will you though? God of War? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because, like, I, I actually don't have a PS3. My PS3 did die. Yeah. But not once in the in the history of the, the PS4 have I thought to myself, I wish I had a PS3 drive in this that I could pop something in. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not, I don't know. Now, There's so much new stuff coming out, and the backlog is so great. I just <clears throat> can't imagine going back and playing these games. Now, whether or not I will is different than whether I'll want to. Well, yeah, you know, I want to. Yeah. I would love to play God of War again. Right. It's unrealistic that I'll ever get to it. Right. I think people have really latched on to this idea of like a, a unified library. Yeah. I think we can quote unquote blame PC gaming. The rise of PC gaming has mm. made people like this idea. It's like you have your Steam library. It The same games from when you got it and started building your library 10 or 15 years ago are still there. Right. And now that they've got a taste of that on Xbox, it's now an expected thing because they're the only one in the market now that aren't providing this unified right. library bet- across consoles. It's overwhelming, though. Since I got a PC, like, I'm more overwhelmed on PC, which actually keeps me from playing it. Because I'm like, God, there's so many games I could play here. Right. Like, oh, I'd love to play this game again. $2? Sure, I'll buy that. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Right. You know? And then I just don't. So, like, I've got a huge library on I've there. gotten into Steam. the habit. I used to go on and, and binge buy uh, games during the Steam, Steam oh, sale, sure. especially. But now I've gotten into the habit of I don't even look at what's for sale because I know I won't play them or I have so many other games that I should play. Yeah. I canceled my humble bundle and my FOMO hit so hard that I redid it before <laughs> I even like a month went by. By the next month I already resigned. Yeah. <laughs> they changed the way that those work now. That's what kind of got me back in. Cause I'm like, if you, if you signed up by a certain date, you grandfathered in and you got everything for your old price. Right. Oh. So I still get like the most amount of games for the price I used to pay, but now it's more money if you want that or something. Oh, so if I ever decide to like stop, I'll have to sign back up at a higher price. Right. Right. All right. Let's go ahead and let's get into the games. That's what I'm so excited about. I mean, I'm tired of talking about PS5 backwards compatibility. So 
Where do we want to start with this? I asked you guys in the Slack to talk, to be prepared to talk about some games. Not that you even need to prepare because everyone's playing a lot of shit right, right now. Uh, do we want to hop into the big boys first or do the small games? Because I have a few small ones that we can touch on lightly. Let's, yeah. let's touch on the small ones. Okay. I'll go light on we'll this make, one. We'll make everybody wait. All right. Anticipation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the light one that I had is... Persona 5 Royal. Just the small one. That's a light. A small one. Just a small it's 100 only hour game. A little tiny project. You might have heard it, of it from a company called Atlas. Right. <laughs> no, I'm saying small because I don't have a lot to say so far because we got access just a few days ago to it. So I've been playing I've been playing that. I think I have like six hours mm-hmm. in. And so we talked about it on the show, but Persona 5 Royal, it's like Persona 4 Golden, only it's like an updated version. It has new stuff in it. And so what I've played so far, I haven't really experienced that much new stuff. You're just playing the same game you already played. Pretty much. So, so far, you guys know there's that new character. There's the new Mm -hmm. member of the Phantom Thieves. They have already like sprinkled her into the game, which is interesting because they've managed to fit her in pretty well not that she's like she's not on my team yet or anything like mm-hmm. that but they've like worked in a couple parts where it's like you see her on the subway and there's this part where you interact with her in the school so i'm curious about more of you know seeing more of her and the i guess there's like 30 hours of extra content damn let, like in that let alone like it's a an additional chapter that's 30 hours. That doesn't include the other stuff that's right. sprinkled that in. in there for you. Additional yeah. chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like a whole season of the game, like a whole nother wow. thing. So uh, an additional semester is what they call it. So damn dude, three months. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so far I'm noticing there's like some nice quality of life updates in there. Like it's hard because it's been, I played Persona 5 when it came out. And I haven't played it since. So it's hard for me to remember what was in the regular game and what's updated. There's some things I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that's better. Yeah. Like when you uh, switch to different characters, you can it'll give you an instant. I'll say this character has a move that will be weak. You can use to, you know, down an enemy like right. the weaknesses. It's more upfront about that. So you don't have to dive through menus and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I'm only in the first palace still, but I'm getting close to the end of the first palace. I'm yeah. only in the second palace. <laughs> so there you go. I'm getting out. Yeah. I'll be outpaced you very soon. Yeah, that's I'm going to be honest. That, that's always a game that I think about going back and playing, but it's I much, still haven't. Yeah. It's just so, it's so long. It's daunting. And I want it. I want to play it though, because I know how good it is. It's my favorite game I'll never finish. I like, told Dustin recently, I want to, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told Dustin, Dustin recently, because I think out of the four of us, I'm the only one who hasn't even touched it, that I want to play it, but the reason I haven't played it is because I know that I don't want to play it for 80 hours, right. and, and now 120. What are you going to get three-fourths of the way through the game? No, but what I'm saying is... 80 hours? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying... But So I told Dustin the other day, I think I should at least play it for like 15, 20 hours just to know what it like, just to get it, yeah. just understand. Well, you'll be done with the prelude. I think yeah. I, <laughs> 30 I'm, like, I'm like 30 to 40 hours in, and I'm yeah. only so in like the second dungeon. So am I, yeah, like. I'm like, yeah. But, um, yeah, that being said, yeah. Royal might be, might, 
might be an interesting thing for me. Who knows? There's some new music in it. Mm. I'm into that. I'm very into that. Yeah. So it used to be there was only one main battle song when you would attack enemies. But now if you do the thing where you sneak up and rip off their mask, there's a different song that plays, which is super cool. They got robbed at the Game Awards. Yeah, didn't they, I? Don't think they really even won anything. No, but they should have won for music. Oh yeah, yeah, they really should have. That uh, was it. Was either that or near? Yeah. Did near win? Oh, near did win. Near I was thinking win. it was up against yeah. Red Dead. No, yeah. you're right. Red Dead won the next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Near had good music too. Yeah, right. that was a great year for music. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to talk anymore. I don't know. Man. I think I was going Damn. back and forth. I'm even saying up until Persona's had... Persona's music is like so theatrical and like I, I guess Near's is too though. Yeah, it's very theat- They're both very theatrical. That's for sure. I have one other nitpick, something that very few people are going to care about, but I'm me and I'm stupid. So this mattered to me. So I'm capturing gameplay because we're going to have some content when we have the we, the embargo right now. We can like talk about it and we can post some stuff and whatever. Um, but so I'm capturing gameplay, which means I have to lock it out at 1080p, which is fine. But I was excited because there's PS4 Pro support in the game. So I was like checking the differences, like looking really close at the screen to see what the difference is as far as the resolution, because the pro mode is 4k. The 4k is only applies to the actual like 3d stuff. So mm-hmm. like character models and environments. Yeah. I'm nearly positive that all the graphics and overlays are still 1080p. Yeah. Cause like I was, I was like, okay, the, the overlays look exactly the same, but the characters look hmm. slightly better. Weird. So, I mean, I guess that's yeah, something. That makes sense. I'm surprised they. I wish they would have done um like a 60 FPS mode, but right. yeah, they did not. But yeah, it's cool. I'm excited to play more of it. It's definitely a slow beginning. Like yeah. Yeah. now, I feel like playing it again. I have a different context because I know what's going to happen for the most part, and I can definitely be like, yeah, I am six hours in, and I'm haven't really started the flow of the game. Right. So. Hmm. I'm just getting there now where it's like letting me do combat and it's not teaching me stuff nice. constantly. Yeah. So does that, um, is there like a narrative mode in that, that that'll just drop it to super easy? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you can change the difficulty at any time. That's what I'm going to have to check out then. Yeah, for sure. Because the story and the music and the visuals are the best part for me. Oh yeah. You know? So, right. I mean, the gameplay is fine and mm-hmm. I enjoy it for what it is, but. So that's all I got for Persona 5. Damn, dude. That was a pretty small game. I'd actually never heard of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about the big boys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> never getting a Persona game again because we called it the little guys. Yeah. Did anyone else? Wait. I got to. Maybe I'll have to cut this out. We can talk about Genshin Impact, right? Yeah. The Bargo is. Yeah. Good. Okay. So we can talk about Genshin Impact. Let's do that. Did anyone else play it but me? Uh, no, I haven't been able to get on. Phil? Not yet. Damn it. Okay, I didn't want to do a back-to-back it. talking just me. I don't have a lot it. to say either. Go for it. Other than... I mean, I played it at PAX, so I can... Talk about that, yeah. Right. Dabble. <laughs> so if you don't know about Genshin Impact, we have a video on our channel preview from PAX. It is a uh, sort of... I, it feels wrong to call it a Breath of the Loud clone. Yeah. Because it, it cheapens it, right? It makes it yeah. feel like it's a direct it's similar copy. Similar mechanics and gameplay. Like... You climb things, you... Yeah. Know, like... But. It's it's open world. Yeah. The way you encounter enemies and go around the world is the same. Would you say it's a love letter? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is a love letter 
No. To Breath of the Wild. I would not. <laughs> Honestly, guys, in a lot of ways, this game has aspects that are better than Breath of the Wild. That's yeah. what that's what Phil said. I said it. To the, the combat it. is better, better. than Breath Ooh, of the Wild. Shine. It's more dynamic. Do things break? No. Not, no I don't not think so. Things don't break. Um, sold. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. rain Day every one. time you try to climb something either. <laughs> so I think I mentioned, we talked about this in the PAX preview, but the big thing that I've noticed, and I think one of the big emphases of the game, is the different elemental stuff, which mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild did have that. This is to the max. So each character you can play as you have four different characters that you can swap between mid battle, like do a couple attacks, one character instantly switch. Very smooth. But those characters have different elemental attacks as well. Mm -hmm. And all the enemies have different elemental stuff. So like if you have a a flame character and you you are attacking like one of the ice slime guys or whatever, there will be like steam that comes off them and stuff like that. Or um, it has a Magic the Gathering feel to it. In that regard. What does that like, even mean? With the elements. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it has a magic. I don't know about magic. Yeah, I don't know what Phil's talking about. Well, like, if you have, that, like, an ice something, you know, you, you have to figure out what their weaknesses are and stuff like yeah. that. And you might have, like, a fire or something, then the ice hurts it. And right. Whatever. Like, yeah, I guess that's, like, yeah. A, lot know, of I mean, our, like, a lot of RPGs kind of like that. Yeah, I suppose so. But, like, Zelda didn't really have it to that extent, I don't think. Not to that like, extent, no. But there definitely was some, like, elemental interactions but they had weather that's for sure there was rain yeah i will say this game it is currently i think it's the beta i know it's an early preview it's not it's a media beta media beta. so i think only media are i don't know i could be totally wrong it will be free to play when it comes but that's what they sent me was that it was a media beta yeah yeah but it is like really polished it is a it looks gorgeous it seems to not have much stuttering at all right yeah, it was running flawlessly. I mean, it runs on phones technically, which again makes it sound cheap, but it does not look no. like a phone game. Phones are it. probably faster than Brandon's laptop, so yeah, I mean, really though, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, it's it's really cool. It is free to play, like Phil said, and I'm getting the impression of what that free to play elements because there's there's gonna be there's a lot of characters you can play as, but the way you unlock them, you can accelerate it through purchasing mm-hmm. it's like it's sort of like uh do you guys play fire like either fire emblem heroes or uh dragalia lost where it's like you buy a pack and you have a chance of getting a character right and different weapons and stuff like that so uh there's no i, I was wondering i thought initially that you could pay like for microtransactions in the media beta and i was like that's weird there's yeah. not but um can you still get them though like without paying yeah, you can get new characters without paying. Yeah. Um, in the in the beta, you just have to get the currency. Right. So I'm curious about how that will change. Right. But yeah, I was gonna say I wonder if the the loop is gonna be heavily weighted towards microtransactions. Right. So it's cool though. I played through a a dungeon, uh, and it was it wasn't it was more than one of the dungeons from Breath of the Wild, mm. whatever the shrines. Yeah. So. Is it puzzly like that too, or is it combat based? The one it was the very first one, and it was pretty much exclusively combat stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was like a little bit of platforming. Like you have the glide ability, like you do in Breath of the Wild. Which uh, so there was like some parts where I was floating up and flying across to different platforms and stuff. But it is very neat, and I want to play more of it. 
Uh, unfortunately, I got some sidetracked. And then also, I did have one bug with the beta where I couldn't log in for like a day and a half. But I haven't been able to log in at all. But it I've won't only, let you? In, in fairness, I've only tried twice. Okay. And it was during that same time you couldn't log in. Weird. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I got in yesterday and played a little bit and it was, it was good. So I don't know when the release... I think they want to release it this year. I think so, yeah. And that'll be PS4, PC, eventually Switch, and iPhone. Yeah. So lots of places to play. And Android right now, right? Oh, Android. and Android, right, yeah. I yeah. hope there's cross-account. Like, well, I was going to say, did, does yeah. it have multiplayer elements? Yes. Uh, not in what I played, but I know there is supposed to be some kind of multiplayer stuff. And that's one of the big emphasis was that it's going to be, it's like a live service game. Mm-hmm. So think Breath of the Wild, but um, there's new stuff happening, new seasons of stuff, new events. Yeah. Right. Honestly, I didn't think that would be interesting to me. Like, like I would never come up with that idea on my own. Right. But hearing about it, I'd be interested, potentially. The production values are really high. All the characters are voice acted. The voice acting is very uh, American anime. That we'll actually say. very much surprised me that they were all voice acted when I saw which, the preview. Yeah. Yeah, which is fantastic because, honestly, that's one of my least favorite parts of Breath of the Wild mm. is that there's not very much voice acting. Right. I hate that. I'm tired of voiceless protagonists in game. Really? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about playing Persona because your character really does speaks very little. Mm -hmm. And I'm just I'm tired of it. Write your character. Write the main character. I don't need to be a surrogate for every single game. Link will never have a voice. I think they should. I think they should, too. They should have a long while ago. What would he sound like? (laughs) Oh, hey, guys. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's got he's like you know he's kind of dainty but he's also powerful, uh, but his voice is like like Mr. Hanky. His voice no. is like a um a, a weightlifter voice, like <laughs> big and deep and growly. Probably he's severely concussed from rolling all that much. I love high rolling. Like I love my wife. He, <laughs> he, he keeps fucking. He keeps fucking. Period. He keeps <laughs> fucking everything. He's playing that flute. He's fucking the flute. I know he is. Damn. Oh, that skin flute. You know that's right. Oh, shit. Oh. The skin He's flute. He's magical, magical. This is after dark already. Flute. Damn. <laughs> Phil. Yo. Tell us about Twin Breaker. Twin Breaker. Because you, okay, full context, we'll say this anytime we talk about Twin Breaker. Everyone knows this. I work for Colin. And Ben is doing the PR, or I guess it's almost wrapped up pretty much. You've done all the... Mm. There's still some things. The heavy lifting's out of the way, but right. yeah, it's so still happening. Yeah, Ben and I have business ties to this game, which, in a way, you have business ties to us. Right. So you sort of right. you're you're further down the chain, though. So right. I want to know what you think about Twin Breaker. So you want me to go all the way back to the, what I said earlier? I mean, as far as what I thought originally for the audience, for the yeah. audience, yeah. what do you want the audience to know? So when I first saw this game in an early development stage, I thought it it looked pretty plain and boring, but. It's it was so breaker. early. It was that very was months early. ago. It was very early. Yeah. It is a brick breaker. Um, it follows the adventures of Colin and Chris on their quest to Mars. And um, I think Colin wrote the script, you said, and, mm-hmm. and everything. But so basically you have control of two ships and you're just trying to uh, get through this wormhole and break all these bricks. And it works really well. It's very smooth. You're controlling both at the same time. Sometimes you're controlling four ships four. at the same time. Yeah. You've four got of them, the... Uh, the little paddles, yeah, paddles for yeah. the paddles back and forth. And you're uh, you're just <clears throat> bouncing the ball around and trying to break the bricks and clear the levels. I think there's 40 levels in the story mode. Um, 
I don't really know. It's just a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to be as much fun as it is, but it's addicting. I sat down and cleared out probably 27, 28 stages before I even realized that I hadn't stopped playing it. And uh, Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of depth to it. I mean, at times, you know, obviously the... I, I don't play a lot of Brick Breakers, so this is kind of new to me, but... I don't know if anyone plays a lot of Brick that's Breakers. Fair. Yeah. But, like, I just, you know, it gets pretty chaotic at times. You know, you've got multiple balls bouncing around. Sometimes the balls can be weighted and just starts ripping through things. So it's it's kind of fun to get the different power-ups. And I think the power-ups like make that. the game, yeah. honestly, yeah. So that, that uh, adds a lot of depth to it and a lot of fun. And um, when you've got two balls rolling around and four paddles that you're trying to control, it gets pretty chaotic, but it's 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 organized chaos. It's right. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so it's out now. It's uh, nine ninety nine, which I think is a great price. It's a great, it's price. A great price. I'll it's, buy almost anything for ten bucks. There's yeah. about a thousand trophies in this game too. So like, even right. if you're just a trophy hunter for ten bucks, you're getting a ton of trophies. Yeah, and they're all very fair trophies oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. I, man, I always think of the, anytime I think of shitty trophies, I think of Tetris Effect. Yeah, because it's a game I really wanted to get the platinum for. Yeah, and it's like get an S tier in every mode possible. Like, yeah. well, no one's getting that unless right. you're crazy. Like. Yeah. With Twin, Twin Breaker, there are S tiers, but to get all the trophies, you don't. You only have to get an A tier, right? Which is kind of nice because right. I get S's on very, very little. Like I can get an A pretty I easily. Got a I got two S's. I, I think. Yeah, I would. I guess I would say I have more S's than not, but there are a few, la- few. Uh, shut up, Brandon. What I are you fucking laughing about? about? I don't know. I just I was got a like, couple D's. I was <laughs> thinking of. I I don't know. There are. A few, Honestly, I, I have that, more S's than not. But I have, I still have levels that there's like, no, there's no chance I'm getting an S on this. But sometimes they're like, I'll be playing a level and I'm like, oh, that sucked. Oh, A. And then I'm like, oh, that was a great, great C. Like what? Yeah. I don't right. know. Damn. Hard to, hard the, to know. The, the, I think the, um, you can look and see how many points you need to get for each level on each different level of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of them are like a really low barrier and some of them are really high based on the difficulty of the, gotcha. the stage. So. Man, yeah. Now, what were you laughing at, Brandon? Nothing. I was just—it's so convoluted, and it just—it's a look into my mental capacity, and it's just—and <laughs> it, you were just talking about the, all these S's, and I'm not playing the game, and so I was imagining somebody hearing that with zero context, and I thought it was really funny. Yeah, but it's really hard to explain, and it's really dry. It's great. Right. You guys it's want great me to tell it again? Should I waste more time telling you? <laughs> Why don't you tell us about Call of Duty, Brandon? <laughs> we talked about that already. So one thing I'm expecting from Brick Breaker, Brick Breaker, from Brick Twin Breaker, Breaker, is I think Colin is going to start a trend. I think you're going to see more uh, entities like Colin, whether they're podcasters or media personalities, do mm-hmm. games like yeah. this, yeah. which he's not Allies the first one. done it. Sort they of, They didn't yeah. sell it. Right. Like, they have a game, they just don't I would love it. to play that game. PewDiePie has a game. I've seen it played. Right. We, they played it at yeah. Uh, yeah. PSX. They had it playable. Mm. But um, I had a lady who wanted to make a game with me because of my business, and uh, we were like pretty far into the discussion, and she asked me for a hundred grand. Yeah. I was like, "Excuse me, no, that's not that's not <laughs> what I signed up for." Right, <laughs> bitch, I'm a hundred air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, I'll never speak to her again. Yeah, right I still need now. to play it on Vita. Yeah, me too. Oh, I play I platinumed it on Vita and enjoyed it much more than I enjoyed it on my PS4. Really? And that's only I think it's only because Brickbreaker? Twin Breaker? Twin Breaker, yeah. We both oh. did that now. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Um, it just uh, rolls off I, the lips. I think I think the reason I enjoyed it there much more is because for me personally, this isn't 
um, a, a knock on the game or the development, but for me personally, that many balls on the screen, like sometimes, you know, there'll be four balls, like Dustin had a video where they're like six or something. Yeah. When you were streaming the other day, um, it's easier for me to follow it on a small screen rather than sitting eight feet away from my 55 inch screen. Right. right. Yeah. So it's, for me, it was easier on Vita than it was on PS4. Right. I think that trophy that Kevin wrote about is the one that's going to get me beaten, beaten with only one, one of the paddles or whatever. Isn't that one of the trophies? That what he was saying? Oh like, yeah, like, to get one of the trophies, you have to only use the one paddle, which is not as I did it on accident. I beat one with only using the one, but I think I got panicky and I actually bumped it and I moved it, even though I didn't mm. hit anything oh, no, you, with it. I think you can move it. Oh, I didn't give it to me. Well, there's a, there's another trophy where you have to get the equal amount of hits with each paddle. Oh gosh. Um, which again. I got on my first playthrough without even realizing that was a trophy. So wow, that's awesome. I think it'll come naturally to most people. Yeah. It's just yeah, we have to give a quick shout out. Kevin wrote a platted that yep. on this game if you for some tips about getting the platinum. So check it out on handsofandom.com. Platted that for a game that wasn't even out yet. That is a feat. Wow, wow, that's right. Handsomephantom.com bringing you the news. <laughs> that's right. Uh, anything else we want to say about Twinbreaker? It's a lot of fun. Everyone should play it for ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody should buy it yeah. simply because it'll it'll make me look better. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, true. and I mean you can't beat ten bucks. Yeah. And I mean it could be nine. It is nine ninety nine. Yeah. Actually uh, it does beat ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do we want to go next? Oh man. Where do you guys want to go next? I'm I'm okay. ready to go to hell. Okay. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, boy. Doom Eternal. I got some gripes. Oh, Oh, right but they're not about the game. Right off the top. Go for it. What's the fucking gripe? Okay, then? so here, I just want to put this in context. I went on and I tried to play, I, I played Doom Eternal. Somehow, the first night it came out, somehow I was able to play it uh, the first night without any issues. The second night I went back, I played it for like an hour, hour and a half. The second night, maybe two hours, went back to play it and it wouldn't let me on. It wanted me to connect. So I just kept trying to connect. I had my Bethesda Net account. It was. Everything was fine with my password. I could log in on the website. I just couldn't log in on the client. And it turns out I or somebody, probably me, but somebody on our team linked the Handsome Phantom account to my personal Bethesda account. So now I can't play my save. I'd have to go back and play that two hours again, which is not that big of a deal. Mm. I'd have to go back and play my to, – to link it to my uh, other account. I'd have to go back and start over. Is it on Epic? No, it's on Steam. So I went and submitted a ticket, and I know they're they're crazy. Number one, they just had a huge game release. Number two, they're having problems with one of their other games that there's a lot of people are complaining about. Number three, coronavirus got everybody you know working from everywhere, maybe not working at all, working from home, whatever. Right. So like they replied to me almost immediately and asked me for all the same information I gave them in my initial email, mm. and I responded within five minutes. And that's been five days mm. or four days since I sent that. So I haven't been able to even log. Like, it won't let me play offline. Are you are you sharing it with me or are you? did you buy it? I'm sharing it with you. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. That's all perfectly legal yeah. for anyone out there. Steam sh- family sharing. Yeah. But We're basically all family. So. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm ter- thinking about. I went on and looked. My Bethesda account is definitely linked to the Handsome Phantom Steam. And that's why it won't let me play it. Oh. Yeah. 
Your personal one. That's weird. My personal Steam account is linked yeah. to the Handsome Phantom Steam, and I don't know if I did that by accident or on purpose because we needed it for a game. Right. Um, hmm. But either way, it sucks. Dang it. Damn. But in fairness, I have other games to play. To do with Doom. Yeah. But it does. I haven't been able to play it, and I'm well, pissed. Yeah. Hmm. So as far as hour and a half you did play and for brandon who's also played it what do you guys think about it so i'll let far? somebody else talk for a minute and i'll try yeah. that. um i think it's great um i wish i had more time with it than i did as always um but no i'm really enjoying it the visuals are amazing i just love looking at the game that's probably my favorite part so far just uh the varied glory kills and the gore yeah. is just phenomenal you can ask my girlfriend i was literally like whoa like like yelling out loud yeah been through a zombie with a chainsaw is amazing completely unironically like i wasn't trying to ham it up <laughs> like i was legitimately Did you say unironically or unerotically both <laughs> it was erotic though, yeah so yeah anyway i might be a psychopath but that's fine ripping things apart does it for me right yeah, i was getting pumped up just whenever like the title card came on with the music really? playing. Yeah. Like, it's just Dude, the so music awesome. is fucking rock. It's so good. It is so heavy. Yep. So the thing that stuck out to me right off the bat is that this is not more Doom 2016. No. Like At it is all. a, a no, very no, 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 different no. Yeah. game. Yeah. Which I saw some impressions going around to people like, well, it's more Doom no, before it came out. No. Those impressions were wrong. Yeah. This is like very different. The the economy of your weapons ammo everything is very different and in a way some some of it i don't like as much yeah they tell you right off the bat basically you're not gonna have much ammo so here's this fucking chainsaw right Right. (laughs) like right away and the other thing about the chainsaw is that you have to have more uh fuel in order to rip through bigger enemies Mm -hmm. which is a big change because I think it was just like one fuel unit per enemy, regardless of. Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that. I think no. you might have needed more fuel for bigger enemies. Okay. But yeah, there's a couple of times where I was fighting a big enemy and I'm out of ammo and I need to run around the map till I find a smaller enemy to chainsaw to get more ammo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was. Um, that's definitely an interesting dynamic that was not there before. Um, I've seen strats from people like saving the trash mobs for right. end of battle and stuff like that, which is something you just simply did not need to worry about in the other one. So what do you guys think, though, about the, the less ammo? Are you finding a more uh, more dynamic gameplay, you know, combat? or I think the combat is very dynamic, but almost forcefully dynamic, I feel like, at some points. Um, I wish it was a little bit less scarce ammo, let's say that. Um, I don't love switching weapons every second. Right. I kind of like certain types, and I want to stick to that. Um, I like there being the option, though, but uh, I don't like being forced into um, switching. But I guess if that's the way they want to play, that's fine. It's just not the way I like it, I guess, so... I was wondering if I think that maybe the game has too many systems mm. like you can upgrade your weapons and you can get the coins, which you can upgrade different abilities. Right. Then there's like you can have three special abilities that you can swap between. 
I'm trying to. I feel like there's another thing you. There's so much shit you can upgrade. Like it's practically an R, uh, FPS RPG in a way with how much shit there is to upgrade. You're just not getting it through experience points. Right. right. I uh, don't particularly love the platforming elements. Oh. The, Brandon and I were talking about this before you guys got here. Oh, yeah. how dare yeah. you? Now, that's not to say there's anything wrong with them, but to quote Dave, the Canadian Lambden, uh, I just don't need platforming in Doom. Mm. See, actually, it's funny. I love the platforming. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm wondering, and this is maybe totally off base. I was like, are the people that don't like the platforming playing on controller? Mm. I'm not, but. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the platforming is great. I really like it. Yeah. I especially like it while I'm fighting. Yeah. I love uh, yeah. the fucking swinging off the 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 poles. Yeah. And like flying up in the air. I don't mind that. The... I don't necessarily love the the way the climbing feels. Mm. Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's technically fine. Right. It's just like Is it though? What I want in Doom is to like spin around and shoot dummy, uh, zo- zombies demons in the head with a shotgun. But like you might have a cube. And it's in the middle of nowhere, and you can only climb one side of it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no rhyme or reason why I can't climb it on this side, but it wants me to go around. Well, the reason is because that's where the ridges are. Correct. Yeah. Well, I know. But, like, I just think that's dumb. Like, I should be able to climb on this side. Like, for how fluid the game is, right. I should be able to climb over here and still then get up instead of having to go around, climb up the ridges. Up. I don't know. That's right. the only thing I thought. I don't mind the platforming, but I think it could have been implemented a little better. The game's fluid as hell, though. It feels yeah. so good. Like... It's noticeably better than 2016, and that was a great game. Like that felt great. Did Dustin, you, can you yeah. speak to the um, speaking of like the flow of the game itself? Can you speak at all to how well you think it's running on your PC? Oh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll talk about that too. So, real quick, as a as a context, a little bit, Digital Foundry has an excellent video out that I have not watched all of, but about the technical aspects of the game, how they made certain aspects, and how basically it's a much more obviously graphic intensive game than doom 2016 right. and it runs better yeah so so they somehow made it look better and be more optimized at the same time but this game's optimized as shit this thing's fucking awesome yeah i of course i have a pretty beastly rig with a 2080 but i'm running it on ultra nightmare which is the highest setting on everything no dynamic resolution and i'm getting between 144 frames most of the time and it will dip down to like 110 at the lowest but so it's running amazingly well i'm and i've seen that the the console versions are also really good yeah really really good as far as and nearly depending on what system you play on of course nearly a locked 60 experience there is some dynamic resolution going on but like even base ps4 is running at a 1080p with dynamic res down to 900p sometimes, depending on the intensity. Right. Which, I mean, that's just fantastic. I wish this was a standard. You know, like, I... And I know that with time constraints and, you know, investors needing things to be out at certain times, optimization can be hard, but it's really great to see a game at launch be running well. I mean, every game is going to have some bugs, but if I had to wait an extra six months for every game, then it ran... 10 times better than it did six months before i would do that i'm with you you know honestly i am some games are supposed to have bugs are they supposed to Mm -hmm. what the fuck does that mean oh more to come later oh all right oh my god Mm -hmm. um 
bugs you collect. Oh. Maybe give to a museum. Oh, oh my goodness. So, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you tricked you fucking bamboozled me. I went there. I definitely went there. So, uh, talking about, more about computers and how well it runs, I was a little, maybe a lot worried because my computer, as far as my video card, I think everything else is way above the, the specs, but my video card is the exact minimum that they require not recommend but require and i was wondering if i was going to have some issues now granted i'm running on a 1080 screen uh i don't have a 4k monitor or even a 1440 but i'm running on a 1080 screen and i had to tweak maybe one or two settings down off of the top and i'm running at 60 plus hell yeah Mm. without it ever going below 60 beautiful and uh no stuttering no i mean it's Everything is beautiful. And I mean, I can, there are some places where I know at, um, at, at uh, PAX we played, and I remember what some of those things looked like. And I can tell a slight downgrade right. on some things. But for the most part, like, actually, not for the most part, for the entire part, with those two settings changed, uh, I have had zero issues. So that just speaks to me like maybe they put the minimum requirement higher than it actually needed to be but if they didn't then they've optimized the game well enough that when they say minimum they they mean you can run it on this but don't go lower i mean it's right it's solid to me yeah it's uh it's uh running pretty nice also i didn't think my graphic i mean my, i knew my graphics card wasn't amazing but i didn't think it would be outdated in a year and a half by right. games coming out with it being the minimum i will say something else that's really struck me about it is that I honestly think this game is borderline like a comedy yeah, game. Yeah. From the moment that there's the 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 caca demon, when you do the glory kill on it, your your knife goes into his eyeball, and it sounds like someone's like you're if you were trying to pull a balloon from somebody. Mm-hmm. That's the it's like a like a lollipop coming out of someone's yeah, mouth. Yeah. When you pull the eyeball out, it just Jordan Peele says a fine line between comedy <clears throat> and horror. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, you just it's right there. They're very similar. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely t- it's taken the, I don't know if silliness is the right word, but it's like really taken the like, well, that would be fucking awesome if you did this, and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Which Hugo Martin, the creative director on Joe Rogan, was like, yeah, the whole thing that's centered around this game was like, is that fun? Yes, do it. Which, if you guys been to the Doom Slayers layer, his little the the hub world basically, not yet, dude. Okay, you a guys, little bit, yeah. The hub world. There's so many fun secrets and stupid stuff that's like this game is like silly in so many ways. Like there's like different magazines that like it would be the Doom Slayers. And he has his own little PC that you can run Doom on when you collect all the discs. And um, he has a, a vinyl collection that has the Doom 2016 right. record nice. sitting beside it. So they definitely took the video gaminess and bumped it up even higher. Oh, and there's the little toy collection, all the toys you collect. Yeah. Which, you, he has yeah. them all on display. When did that become a negative thing that a video game was too video gamey? I didn't say like, it was negative. No, no, I know. Yeah. But, but a lot of people do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people would think, all right, it's video gamey. Right. Like, that's awesome. Like you're Me. killing demons with a chainsaw. Right. It's a video game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That all sounds awesome. I'm only about 15, 20 minutes into it. I just played it a little bit so I could talk about it. So today. you've actually played less than you did at E3 yeah, or at more, PAX. I, yeah, I've played way more at PAX and E3 than I've actually played. It Basically, what I've played, I played at E3. So There's a lot E3. of lore in this game. Yeah, There's like a bunch of different stuff. Like, uh, 
I don't know. There's like pages that you collect and that you can read. And there's like this whole like overarching lore about like this order of dudes that the Doom Slayer is from and they fight demons. And yeah, I which know. I think is super cool. Yeah. And I've seen a little bit of that lore stuff with like part of the game. I'm not spoiling anything, but yeah, right. part of the game has clued me in a little bit to these weird things going on. So I think that's really neat. And honestly, as an element that is not intrusive because I can scroll through a couple and it's there if I want it. And if I don't want it, I don't have to sit through long dialogue. There are cutscenes that are in third person in this game, mm. which is very different from, I, I think yeah. all of doom 2016 is all first person. I think you're right. And hmm. so there are some interesting third person parts. So any other thoughts on doom? Yeah. I mean, um, we have very limited experience with the multiplayer, but we were, Dustin and right. I were checking it out before the show, and it's it looks complex. Yeah, it's actually seemed really in depth. In depth, yeah, which is which is neat. It would be interesting to kind of dig into those mechanics. So. I was playing as the the Doom Slayer since it's. I'm pretty sure it's all two v one. Brandon thinks it might be two v two, but I'm pretty sure it's. I think it's two v one. Asymmetric, yeah. yeah. And it felt a lot like playing the single player. Yeah. Um, it had that same feeling it wasn't like the difference between call of duty single player and call of duty multiplayer right. so it, right. it, it felt the same obviously there i was there was the two demons that i was trying especially hard to kill mm -hmm. i got my ass beat but it was cool nice let's talk about well, what do you guys want to talk about I or should we move what on we've we been playing i think three of the four of us have been playing animal crossing let's mm -hmm. talk about yeah. animal yeah. crossing yeah. yes let's mm -hmm. talk about it now and not tomorrow not tomorrow. We're going to talk, talk about, about it today. for a long time. This is the game we need right now. <laughs> is More it than Phil? ever. Yes, and let me tell you why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. You mind if I start something? Please do. It. So I have a friend that is quarantined All right, are you done right yet? now. <laughs> he's quarantined right now because he has a health, you know, he's he's got immune issues and he had cancer and he's, he's in remission, but right. he's at home right now. I got to hang out with him and walk around this island and just have fun. Like, we actually got to, like, just... I know it's weird, but, like, we got to hang out. And, like, that isn't something that's possible. Even when you're playing, like, a first-person shooter or something like that, like, you're talking maybe, but you're not hanging out. Like, we were going around fishing together and collecting bugs, and we even played tag. Like, we pulled our nets out, and we hid and ran around and chased each other. I mean, this sounds really stupid, but it was nice in this time just to be able to put all that behind you, get into this world, still hang out, just have fun. I'm with you, dude. Like, I, it's great. I haven't got to play with anybody yet. Oh, man. Nobody wants to come to my island. <laughs> Your island sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Holly and I have played together minimally, but it's usually in a, an exchange of goods. Okay. Yeah. Since she uh, she has pears, and I wow. have apples. I mm. got oranges. So, which, yeah. yeah. I do have, you know how your mom sends you a letter? Oh, yeah. With she some gave fruit? me cherries. I'm growing a cherry Ooh. tree right now. I'm growing a few orange trees. Okay. But still, okay. we need to we need to link up. I've got a cherry tree, a coconut tree. I think I the only one you need one. is peaches then. Peaches. Yo, peaches. fuck you and guys pears. for talking and about apples. this. I, I was talking about FOMO earlier and now I'm just going to go home <laughs> and buy it. Honestly, I came in, I was able to avoid it. The screenshots on Twitter, I'm like, okay, this looks cool. Walk in. Both of these fuckers, Dustin and Holly, are playing it. They're talking about it. it. Looks so fucking cool. And you fuckers come on here and talk about hanging out with your friends so and catching great. butterflies 
And, and uh, now I'm gonna go home and buy it. I hope I knew months happy. ago. I hope you're happy. I know I knew months ago that the FOMO was gonna be real for me. So I got I I, I did a speaking engagement uh, at a college for graduation, and I got a gift card, like a decent gift card for it, and I put it in my wallet with a sticky note on it that said Animal Crossing <laughs> because yeah. I knew nice. if I didn't, I nice, wouldn't buy dude. it, and I would have Very bad nice. FOMO. Uh, no, but really, it it looks so insanely fucking cutesy. And I am, I am known for many things, and you guys might not know this one, but I love fishing in video games. Mm. I love fishing in real well, life. Luckily, it's in all of them. It's that's literally true. in every game. And You're probably not in Doom. Even uh, near, oh, you can yeah, fish in near. Dumbest fucking integrate. There needs to be a series. Someone give me a listicle. Five dumbest fishing. Wow, near is, near is near pretty, is pretty high. It's pretty, it's near pretty is pretty I hate high. The fishing in near. Has anyone Final tried? Final Fantasy 15 wasn't great. No, either. dude. No. Final Fantasy 15 was okay. It wasn't great. I, but listen, what about the? Bad. Did anyone check out that Final Fantasy fishing game? The oh, VR the VR one. Come <laughs> no, on, no. boys. We, that's no. some good. We're gonna start a fishing podcast that's specifically <laughs> about video games. I had to fish in Final Fantasy 15 for literally hours. Oh my god. To get the platinum. How was it? It made me hate the game. <laughs> By the end, I was like, fuck Final Fantasy 15. No, thank you. You're like, fuck these fish. Fuck everything. Yeah. Fuck the fish specifically. But fishing in Animal Crossing is super fun. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I got a couple boots. Do you and want I me to leave? To, I was able to make myself some boots out of the Do you old, want me to leave and buy it? <laughs> Brandon, you got to no. buy it. You have to buy this game. You're going to buy it eventually. Are you making me buy it on my phone as we speak? Because I cannot have it now. What the fuck is wrong with you? You Brandon, should be ashamed. Every day you don't buy it and play it, you're a day behind. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. There's only so much you can do every day. You're a fucking yeah. sheeple. You're one of Tom Nook's sheeple, you fucker. <laughs> Fuck, I'm the, I'm, I stand for Tom Nook. You know, some people on Twitter fucking shitting on Tom Nook. I I, I won't have it. I refuse. See, I've played every day since launch, but I didn't talk to Tom the one day, so I couldn't give him a bug or a sample of something. So I'm a day late on my museum. My Man. museum will be ready tomorrow and oh. it should be ready already. What but the fuck are you well, saying? My, I just didn't. <laughs> my museum, they're building my museum <laughs> yeah, right building, now. It'll be open tomorrow. Mine, Mine too. Yeah. So I've played okay. every day though. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I feel like people have Whatever. their museums already. Though, they do. So. I think some people are time traveling and pretending uh, like they're not. Oh yeah. Fuckers. I had a museum. I have a museum. Is it built totally? Yeah. yeah are I you think, maybe I'm just behind I'm not that. Are you not supposed the to one day what? I did not talk to Tom, and I think it, when I talked to him the next day, he was talking to me about how I could give him samples, and he would send them off to be looked at. I, I don't know that. I don't know what happened then because hmm. Tom and I have coffee every morning. So two things. First of all, Brandon, <laughs> whatever. When we're saying time traveling, people will change the clock on their switch. Oh, a day okay. forward gotcha. so they can keep playing gotcha. when there's nothing left to do. Yeah. Now here's what I did. Say. I've only done two, that once, once before, and it was with Zelda. There's a there's a multi-step process to getting the the museum. Yeah. And then that's the problem is that you have to wait a day. Right. It's like first is donate five stuff. Right. Then you go to Blathers and it's like donate 15. 20. It's 20. 20. Oh, 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's in the tent. When he's in the tent. Okay. I was up till two o'clock last night getting him 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, dude, that's well, gonna be me tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fucking. You're gonna see me in a week. I'm gonna be itching and scratching. <laughs> My friend came over and he brought me a pole vault, so I was able to get across the rivers before he gave. Like I got it oh. from Blathers, wow. so I actually put the museum across the river. And then he's telling me you need to cross the river with this and dig up the fossils. And I'm like, I, I already dug them up and gave them to you because yeah. I'm already over here. Wow. Yeah. The, uh, um, the funny thing, and people, you've probably seen this on Twitter, is that. 
So the first day you have to give five things to Tom Nook. And then he's like, I can't take anything else. It's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this shit? So people are just piling outside all this shit. And then the second day you have a limit also. And so I was, and there's a, there's a day in between where they're building the museum and you cannot do anything. So I just had piles of animals. This looked like the fucking wet market in China. <laughs> this is coronavirus mine. two is starting in my copy <laughs> of Animal Crossing. Everything that's wow. unique, I I keep in storage. Yeah. If it's not unique, I've just been selling it. Yeah, right. Me too. Um, I think there's a lot more direction in this game than Animal Crossing has ever had before. I think so too. Yeah. I, feel I mean, like I've only played one before this, but no, maybe two. Like you're still basically doing the same things, but I think having almost like the in-game achievements and kind of. A direction of what to do and once you kind of like tom nook gives you the the special ones you're in the nook plus or whatever yeah and you've got those extra things to kind of do and get them nook miles and i get those by accident it's kind of nice oh man i, I mean some by accident but i i'm always kind of looking at it just to kind of see what to do because i think it gives you things to do even when there's nothing to do like maybe you can't give anything to the museum today but you can go get five fish and get your nook miles or you can right. look for a certain fish and get it or even just taking pictures like right the one i did you know today was like just take two pictures so yeah it's Got funny. There's certain things that I think are designed. They're like you can, you should work on this continually and not do it all at once. But I'm an idiot and wanted to do it all in one day, mm. which I don't know. Maybe you don't want to know this. It's, I feel like it's just a mechanic. It's not like a spoil. There's no story spoilers. You have to help Tom Nook get furniture and stuff for the different homes. Yeah. So you have to build um, six things per house. So you have to craft, and there's three houses. Mm. So. Um, how much is that? 18 things. You have to craft 18 different things for these three homes. Yeah. Which wood's not a problem. No. Some of the other stuff is. It's the iron that you get from the rocks and stuff. Yeah. Iron is rough, man. Yeah. I only have like seven or so. Yeah. You got to go to... <laughs> You gotta go to the use your nook Shit, ticket. Man, I only got like three iron. Damn, I'm I not have to turn. You gotta use the, the ticket. Yeah, I and go to the, the right, islands. I messed up on the ticket. Oh no, what'd you do? Well, here's what I did. Did you like, go to the Bahamas for the no, weekend? No, did they cancel your cruise? No iron ore. <laughs> I didn't realize for sure that I'd be able to craft on somebody else's island. Ah. So they were like, if you're going, make sure you got enough stuff. Right. So I stocked up on stuff and I made sure there was still some room. And then I went to the I, I went to the other islands with my with my nook ticket and I can only hold like ten more things or maybe less than that. And I even did leave a few of my tools behind because I thought I can get these back, whatever. I left off a few of them behind, but I still didn't get as much stuff as I wanted to. Mm. I made sure to only take the things I couldn't get on my own island. You'll eventually have so many miles. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going away twice, two or three times a day. Oh wow to another island. How many miles do you have? I had like seven or eight thousand. Oh, okay, time. that's about where I'm at. But I got like twelve thousand right now, something like that. They're easy to get. Pro tip for everybody: get those fucking upgrades with the miles. Like, there's one that lets you have a better inventory. I think. Okay. There's one that gives you more inventory. I've been buying blouses. One that gives you <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally, the, the shirt I'm wearing right now is called a blouse. Yeah. It's called like the Nook Store blouse or something like that. But yeah, there's one for expanded inventory, one Damn. that gives you like a quick radial menu yeah. to access your stuff faster. That shit is uh, essential. I'm going to have to look into that. Oh, it's going to be another late night tonight, boys. <laughs> Yo. Another late night. One other tip, and then we can move on. Never. Did you see, you know how there's like the little golden speck yeah, yeah, on the yeah. ground? Oh, yeah. And you dig up the money. Trees. The money? Yeah, oh, yeah, you got to do the money tree. Do you know yeah. about this, Ben? Yeah. You just okay. take the bag that you put pit dug up. And I didn't know put this. It right back. Oh really? No. Yeah. It's got to be ten thousand. Or no, it doesn't have to be ten thousand. I don't think. 
That's what I'm doing. Oh, I just because putting it back, and it's growing little trees. They haven't started sprouting money yet, though. If you put ten thousand in, oh, it will triple your money. You'll end with thirty thousand. Damn it! How long does that take? Uh, a couple of days. I think just as long as it does to grow a tree, How which many I think it's take forever. I planted coconuts my first day. And it still just looks like a little seed on the ground. Like See, I planted the tree this morning, and I logged on like two or three hours ago, yeah. and my tree was already like, I'm like, trees. this is a fast tree. It, didn't, it wasn't sense. done, but it was like halfway up. Hmm. I thought I was going to run out of oranges because like my friend let his son, his him and his son each have a, an account. He let his son come to my island, and then I went to his island, and he just went around chopping down all my trees. And I'm like, <laughs> you know. Damn. But, Dude. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh my god, dude! For a couple that days, is I didn't have any oranges until I got my pole vault, and then I could go across what the river and collect some oranges. So wow. I didn't. My my first. So that here's what happened. So great. I was really bad at Animal Crossing. I played like the first first couple hours. I played. Um, I got to a point where. Uh, I tried to get things, or Tom Nook gave me some stuff that I needed for my my house. Oh, I needed the cot. Well, he gives you a taste. But for whatever reason, I didn't understand what was going on. Mm. Even though I've played Animal Crossing before, I didn't understand. So I ended up having to restart the game, which was fortunate because it was still in like the tutorial phase, apparently. And then I had to go back in. And uh, I didn't. I the, my first island was great. I loved it. It was amazing. My second island, I didn't have the choice. And I thought, well, great. I got all this space I can't explore, and I'm not going to have any way to get there for days. And then, like, of course, two hours later, they gave me the pole vault. But yeah. it was a very distressing time for me because I thought it's going to be forever till I can get more resources here. It's actually a pretty big island once you can traverse the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't know if you guys well, – I'm sure you played at night. It is so peaceful at night with the mm. wind blowing. Like, this is going to sound really weird. And everything I say just sounds really weird. And maybe it's just everything being locked inside most of the time right now. But, like, <laughs> I feel like – it feels like I felt when I was in Aruba. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm on an island with the wind blowing, and like, I even like, I stopped and saw the, like the the water at night, and I think it was when my friend's son was over, and I just like pulled up the text, and I'm like, man, the beach is really nice at night. Like, it's just so peaceful and beautiful, and, and it just feels you're beautiful, real. Thank you. Meanwhile, Gulliver, drunk Gulliver, just fell off his boat and washed up on my yeah, island. Yeah, drunk. <laughs> yeah, Gulliver. <laughs> They're trying to play it off, you know, because it's it's for kids too. Right, but Gulliver, yeah. that guy he is, is a lush. Yeah. yeah, he is hammered drunk. For sure, for sure. I will say, Phil, to to agree with you right now, and I talked about this last week a little bit on the show. It feels so hokey because so many people say this, but the escape of the game is really nice. It's very nice right now. It's very um, nice. Which is why, and I'm I'm excited to dig into Doom, but like. I didn't even open Doom until today because I've just been. I mean, I review was. You waited the whole game. three days. I, yeah, right. But that's yeah. But I've just been really enjoying the escape. Um, yeah, it's nice. Um, I will hold on. I gotta point something out. It's important. Nintendo is being fucking greedy with this game, no, and I, I think we think should so. call them out. I don't think so. I you disagree know, with I the, the island thing. Yeah. the one per one yeah, island but per console. Always done that. At the GameCube days, you actually had to have a memory card that came with the game, and you could only play that copy of the game on that memory card. You couldn't even put Animal Crossing on another memory card. It would only work with the memory card that came with the game. So, like, this is not a new thing for Nintendo. Hmm. Um, they've always done a Well, very... and they've always been greedy. Okay. that's Yeah. <laughs> maybe so. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe they are being greedy. So, yeah, for the, the controversy, for anyone who doesn't know, is that you can only have one island per Switch. Yeah. 
So if there's two people that want to play, someone has to be a like a the lesser. You I can don't have know, more characters person. though. You can like yeah, you can share an island. Yeah, but there's only certain privileges that the yeah. the main person has that's right. able to do. They're able to do. So is this a what? Oh, I don't have kids, and this is where I get kind of like I'm kind of disconnected. I don't have kids, so like it's just and me and my wife each have a switch now. So like, I don't right? Know. I, I mean a, this 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 thing this whole. Uh, them choosing to do this cost me two hundred and fifty dollars, basically, Shit. because. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Holly and I probably wouldn't have wanted to share our time with the right. game, regardless. But that aspect of it definitely was like, okay, Phil, I have kids, yes. and they are at the age that they would love Animal Crossing. So you know how I'm dealing with this? You buying them the Switch? I'm just not showing them Animal oh, Crossing. That's, that's okay. So they can never ask to play. That's it. good. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. They cost me three hundred bucks when they announced the Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah, <laughs> true. So, but you get an Animal Crossing Switch in Animal Crossing. See, that's awesome. nice because I don't have that. I just I have, have a regular old yeah. janky Switch. I've got that too. So I've got two <coughs> Switches in Animal Crossing now. So. Wow, damn. Yeah, I'm jealous now. Yeah. All right. So we're a little over, but I know that Brandon hasn't talked about any of his games. Game, I'm guessing. Yeah. We talk about Doom. Yeah, but no, I mean, I've been playing Overwatch some more. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, shout out to them for continuing to, like, yeah. ongoingly support that game that's very old. Whatever. I agree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I've been playing more Call of Duty, as usual. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just really good. I'm still grinding. I am not losing interest, and I just keep going. So I'm excited for the new season to come out, and I completely finished this season. So... I'm literally playing it to not gain any, any XP or battle pass tiers. I'm just playing it because I like it. So I've been playing uh, a lot with uh, pretty much only with Brandon. And uh, we talked a little bit about Warzone before. I'm just continually impressed with how much I like Warzone. We played the other day. The HP yeah. boys got a win. Yeah, we got That's a right. W. Just yeah. us. Just, just, just three, us. the three of us. That's right. It was incredibly fun. Yeah. It was nice, too, because... Our win was very satisfying. There's some wins you get in other battle royales, like Fortnite specifically is what I'm thinking of, where it's like, oh, we won, but uh, we only got one or two kills. Yeah. And it was like, we won because we scraped by. This was not like that. We were good. I think I had six kills. Yeah, Brandon had, had six. six ben yep. had three. Yeah. So it was a very satisfying. There was lots of, we were in the gulag lots winning matches. It was, right. it was action packed. We were running from the gas, like at full speed. It was awesome. It was nice. Yeah. It's a nice time. Super, super cool. Honestly, there hasn't been a lot of games that I've felt as good about like winning and playing as this new Warzone. It feels really, really Call of Duty and really, really Battle Royale, but still very Call of Duty. So I feel like that's a super important distinction um, that hasn't been matched by any of the other Call of Duty. I don't think Blackout was like that at all. No, No, Blackout sucked. Blackout felt disjointed. It wasn't chaotic enough. You would go a long time without seeing anybody in that. Yeah, right. I mean, you can in Warzone too. Don't get me wrong, but, but I think it collapses on you faster. There's times when you're like at the what feels like it should be the the last circle or the next to last circle, and there's still like thirty people on the map. But you don't walk into like a building and have zombies just suddenly there for no reason. True. I think what makes Warzone so good. I was thinking about this the other day. Is there's so many second chances in a ways that feel fair. Right. So like if you die, you have the chance at the gulag to win back a chance to go back 
to the war zone, which is sweet. So that's one way to get back. Second, your teammates can buy a whatever. They a, can go to the thing. A respawn. A, a re respawn. Redeploy. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it's called. So more than once. Right. In in the same match, if you've managed to gather resources enough, you can respawn the same person more than once in a match. It's not by any means an easy feat most of the time. You can right. get lucky with RNG and stuff. But I agree with Dustin. That's honestly probably my favorite part is because there's so many times in these matches and they take long enough to boot up because there's so many players in the match. There's a pacing to it. Right. And being able to, you know, die because you were scratching your nose or, you know, oh, fuck, that was a stupid mistake, whatever. And having that second chance, even if I lose, which it's probably half the time, it's still nice to be able to have the option to redeem myself. As the recipient of many redeploys by my team, you know, I die a lot and Brandon brings me back most of the time unless he decides to buy armor instead of reviving me. Um <laughs> I still think, even though it helps me most of the time, I still think that the redeploy price may be a little cheap. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, because if you put together your money, yeah. usually everyone has enough money, you can just buy it. Right. But, as long as you're more than a couple minutes into the match. Right. But I feel like that solves the problem of if you're actually playing the game the way it's intended, it solves the problem of matches being slow because three single players are hiding at the end right they're I, laying yeah. on the ground so it it forces you know ideally you will always have almost a group of three at the end as long as you're you're playing correctly or you have a self you know what i mean right. so i don't know i feel like there's give and take with that but i definitely can see where you're coming from so. i hate when we play with like random people that yeah, we don't oh, know yeah. not because i don't like to play with random people but because like one they don't understand the importance of bringing back your teammates to really? win. Yeah. And two, a lot of times, as soon as they get, like go to the gulag and lose, they just leave instead of waiting for you to redeploy them. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, you understand that a full team is better than, better than not a full team. Right. But apparently not. I just love that in Fortnite, when we would play the three of us, it's like, if someone dies, they're just out. Yeah. Which Fortnite has changed that now. Yeah. Most of these battle royales have respawn systems, but it's nice that you're just not out and you're not just like, well, now I, if I want to keep playing with my friends, right. I need to probably sit here for potentially up to 30 minutes right. and yeah. not do anything. Yeah. Right. But, it's, you know, it's funny how in Apex it was just as accessible to do, but it feels so different in this game. Yeah. yeah. Redeploying people. I don't know. It's not like Apex, it costs to do that. You well, just got to find their chip, but it's the fact that you can do it multiple times. Like literally... If you go out with an objective to do something, you can probably get your boy back, I which think is the, cool. The biggest thing about the, the difference there that feels different that I didn't realize until just now is in Apex, you have to go to where they died to redeploy them. Oh, Whereas in Warzone, yeah. if you just like GTFO, yeah, you can revive dip, somebody right, without having right. to like enter danger to do it. Yeah. And I think I like that aspect yeah. of it. But I do think, and I don't mean like tremendously more. But I think, like, instead of being $4,500 to uh, redeploy somebody, even if they just, if they just raise yeah. it to, like, six, right. I feel like that would just, like, make it feel a little bit more difficult. Right. And, again, I'm usually the recipient of being redeployed, but uh, I do have a love-hate relationship with the Gulag, though. Yeah. All right. Question. Yeah. Save the world ever come out of early access? I don't think so. No. 
I don't like, even know if they're still updating still it or what they're doing. I don't know. I think they are still updating it. I don't think that um, either one of them came out of the beta. I was far more interested in Save the World than the actual Battle Royale, but... Yeah. We are pretty over time. It's been so, so fun, though. I'm guessing we should wrap this up unless there's anything that we feel like we absolutely must say. No, I'm good. We actually had time to play video games this week. So yes. Like, yeah, that was nice. Lots to talk about. Okay. This is the dream or shout out lightning round. You have 30 seconds by the honor system. I'm not going to sit here and count it out for a dream or shout. I feel wrong not doing it for. I'm fine with it. Let's fucking so, go. Let's go. Then wrap it up. I want to go, dog. Go for it. Shout out to all the first responders and everyone that's still working right now. Hell yeah. Um, including Ben. Oh, um, I met I first responder. I was just like, giving yeah, them a just hoopla. like anyone who's working right now. It's a really tough time. Um, everyone stay cautious and stay safe. It's not about panicking. It's about being prepared. And we just want to make sure that people that are at risk don't, you know, I just want to say I continue the, to be at risk. I picked the wrong time. To be an elected official. Yeah. Really? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Damn. I can only imagine. But shout out to them. Um, and I'm just dreaming of playing all these sweet fucking games. It's such a cop out. But there are just so many games right now. And I'm dreaming about fucking Animal Crossing. I hope you're happy. <laughs> buy it tonight. The end. Buy it tonight. That's, that's it. Buy it digital. Dude, buy I, it. I will. I'm buying it digital tonight. Hell and yeah. we can play. You can come to my island late at Fuck night. Fuck yeah, bro. We can hang out if on the If my phone moon. wasn't dead, I would have already bought it. <laughs> During this not, discussion. I'm not joking. I saw him trying to log on. Yeah. I was <laughs> Who's up next? Mine is just simply that Bethesda would respond to my support ticket and fix my access so I could play Doom. That's Damn. all. That's literally my whole dream. He's dreaming of that. And he's saying shout out to the tech support. Hopefully you can help him out. No. It's been four days. I'm not shouting out the tech support because I've seen them responding to other Damn, tickets that are dude. earlier than mine. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Whatever. Well, shout out to Knives Out. Sorry, later than mine. Knives not out. Knives out. Knives out. Late, but never forgotten. Oh, it's not even late. It's just it's now out on home video, so I've watched it, you know, again. Yeah. And uh, that is a good movie that didn't get enough praise. I know it was nominated for an Oscar and whatnot, but like, just, <laughs> it no. doesn't get enough praise. The highest I mean, praise for a movie. For but it probably should have won. But he was. It's such a great movie. Everyone should watch it. And also my like, I've been waiting my whole life for this time by buying every movie that comes out. So I now have the time to watch them. And uh, I've been watching the movies that I bought. Nice. Which is uh, kind of awesome. But that's that's just a great movie. You're waiting your whole life. I've seen your attic, and you I've are been, not wrong. I've been waiting my whole life for the time to watch all these for movies. For the coronavirus. He's been waiting for it. That's why he's been... He's the fucking DVD doomsdayer. <laughs> Everyone so, always talks about their Netflix and their... <laughs> just pop that fucking I got this Phil Flicks. That's right. <laughs> I'm finna feel something on you. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Feel. I'm going to do a shout out quickly <laughs> to the show Devs on Hulu, oh, yeah. which is very good. Alex Garland directing fantastic Ex Machina and Annihilation are both impeccable sci-fi movies and Devs is just as good. So check that out. And it's just a sh like it's only going to be a short series, right? They're not doing eight like episodes. multiple seasons or anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just eight episodes. And fuck it, I'm doing that was so quick. I'm doing my dream. My dream right now is that I want to watch this new Terrence Malick movie. It's for rental. But for some reason, even though my wife and I are both home all day, every day, not that we're not being lazy constantly, most of the time right now, yes, yeah. is that it's just like every time it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, I don't want to start a 10 hour or a three hour movie yeah. or it's like 1030 and I'm like, I have things to do. I shouldn't start a three hour movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm scheduling a time 
I think that's the only way I do it. Be like, listen, Holly, this day we're watching the new Terrence Malick movie. Nice. It's supposed to be fantastic. So that's my dream. I wish it was on Netflix. We could do like a uh, a quarantine watch along. Oh, whatever right. They have and uh, it seems yeah. counterintuitive. There are apps. <laughs> <laughs> there are apps that let you do that. Phil, you know what I thought the other day? I was like, man, I wish Phil would start a film podcast for. It would make no sense on Handsome Phantom, but I just want yeah. to be on a film podcast I'd every once in a while. I'd put it on the site. Boo has wanted to. If uh, We'll see. That's the problem is that... Uh, she talked to me about it in the past, but you know how well it went when I tried a second podcast before. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Time is... Time you don't is, have to do it every week. I feel like it would give like me... a monthly one or something like that. or Like the motivation to watch certain... Mo- like, here's the thing. If we did a film podcast, I'd want it... Well... I wouldn't be in charge, so it does not matter what I want. But I would like – I think it would be cool if it would be about big standout movies. Not mm-hmm. not that there's anything wrong with like you know, doing one on a Marvel movie. Right. But there's so many people that talk about Marvel movies. Yeah. I wouldn't want to add to that noise. Or like if it's the standout movie that month, then right. sure. But yeah. Like an episode about Knives Out, an episode right. about uh, you know – this Terrence Malick movie. I, I know I've talked about this in the past on this show. Remember how I got suckered into buying that um, AMC? You can you know, see as many movies as you want. Oh, yeah. AMC Unlimited. That's it. I uh, can't use that right now, obviously, which no. I understand. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm really irritated about it. I, I'm like, yeah, could, give you, could you give month? me an extra month, maybe? Like For the yeah. first time in 26 years, the box office was zero this week yeah i mean that's obviously a given but that's just a crazy statistic like you know that's not 100 percent true no because there are driving theaters operating right now yeah that's kind of crazy but you're in your car you're not around anybody else you're why not around all the people in the car you're in a little hot box you're gonna be around them at home we're in a little hot box in this room right i'm now. literally okay. sitting a couple feet from you sir <laughs> that's true six <laughs> feet. me and you are probably six feet apart so that's it for this episode. This How wide do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, it man. for was this, this like episode. episode. That was a great episode. Hunt, an hour and 23 minutes. So a little extra you know for everyone. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> People got the time no, to no, listen no. right now. They got no. the time. We got them. We they got, got you. Hour we got 20. You. We got you. We got you. And also we have, if you if you want more right now, new HP After Dark mm. this week. It's maybe already out uh, either on the Patreon or the new episode from last month on the free feeds is going live. That was what well, we recorded right before packs. And it feels like a whole fucking different world now at this point. That Somebody said the other day I saw that it was only three weeks since packs and I didn't believe it. Yeah. That's insane. Like that's insane. So thanks everybody. Stay safe. Yes. Wash your hands. Yes. And cough. this is just good advice all the time. Like, right. Everything people are saying right now, you should be doing all the time. Anyway, cover your mouth, blow your nose into a tissue. Wash your hands. We'll be here for you along the way. Yes. So until next time, see you later. Handsome Phantom and the HP podcast are fan funded at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Garrett Morlang, Jared Cavaliero, Michael J. Sutherland, and Jason Cannon. <laughs>